Like, why am I like tongue tied? Yeah, I can just edit it. Okay. Okay. Um, welcome back to Things Could Be Worse with Izzy and Tara. Today we're joined by a special guest, Skander. So, <laughs> <laughs> introduce yourself, Skander. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> I'm Skander. I'm uh, 16. I go to the same school as uh, Izzy and Tara. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's our guest speaker today. And I thought today we'll have a nice conversation about religion and culture and yeah so safe (laughs) yeah sounds good so to start off i am personally not religious i'm agnostic and tara what are you i'm raised muslim but i'm not very religious so dana uh, yeah, I'm also I'm also raised Muslim, um, but I think what's I, I'm not like particularly religious, but I think what's mm-hmm. cool is that um, when you're raised Muslim, um, and even when your parents aren't religious, um, Islam and religion, especially in like Arab countries, it's always ingrained in culture. Yeah, yeah that's so, really true. So like even if you know you're not particularly religious, the um, the values of of Islam still transpire in culture. That's really, yeah, that's really nice. I, when I was younger, I was like, we, I went to a Catholic school, so it was very Christian. We'd have to sing hymns every morning and like pray before <laughs> our meals. We'd like have to bless our food and stuff do like that. Do you remember any of the hymns? I do actually. <laughs> I'm not going to sing them right no, now no, because no. I don't think, uh, <laughs> maybe get some of it wrong. But I like, they don't really have that with that. But I feel like it's with, with religion and stuff, it's always like a fallback thing. I feel like that's a way to kind of, I don't know, right now I'm very like spiritual, which is very, yeah, I don't know. But it's like quarantine, everything has made me very like spiritual myself. And I feel like that's a really nice like mechanism to like fall back onto. So, yeah. For sure. I think, um, I think spirituality and, and religion are sort of inevitably like related, related yeah. right? Because um, I think many spiritual concepts, my take on it, and obviously, I, I mean, we're only like 16, 17, so yeah. in reality, we have no clue what's going on. But my take on it is that um, religion is a way to rationalize spirituality. Yeah. Spirituality is something that us as young people and just us generally as, hum- as humans find very difficult to understand, right? Yeah. Um, and I think most people sort of, um, something that really angers me um, is that people often like overlook and disregard spirituality like yeah. when you bring it up they're like Psh, yeah, but yeah whatever yeah. you know and that's so um it's so foolish but i get yeah. it i get it but it's so foolish because people... it sounds it sounds stupid but it is then i feel exactly. like it, like it links into so, like into so much like how we do tok and ib it links into that as well i feel like like they have this whole like chapter on like manifesting stuff have you seen that really mm-hmm. i was like flicking through a book and i like saw that yeah. and i was like wow yeah. that's crazy yeah, but, but I think it has a lot to do with like, um, especially with spirituality. I've, I've been doing a lot of um, meditating since I had a bit of a, an issue two years ago. I know you, I know yeah. Izzy knows about it. You, you don't, but we can talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a little incident uh, two years ago and it sort of threw me into a mental turmoil and I really yeah. didn't know what was going on. And um, my way to sort of recover from that was to... Um, meditate and to expand my consciousness and even yeah. even by saying expand my consciousness it sounds like such a 
pretentious and like weird yeah, thing yeah. to say, no, right? Like, but I, but I get that. It's so it's it's so nice to just be with your thoughts. Like even if it's five minutes a day, I used to do it as well. Like I used to do yoga and then I like meditate after. And it's so nice to just be with your thoughts and stuff like that, and just like not be like deep inside, but just to like shut everything out and just like be with yourself. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I think in in meditating, you really start to. Um, to recognize many things that you wouldn't recognize if you didn't take a step back yeah. and, and let your mind rest. Like it's meditating isn't so much like letting your mind rest, although it mm -hmm. does do that. I think it's more helping yourself experience life, right? Yeah. Like, like for me, for instance, the, the, the issue that uh, happened two years ago, um, it kept on transpiring in my life as, me looking back on my past yeah. all the time so even like as i had conversations yeah. i was looking back at my past and i was like oh well, that was really annoying and and i was sort of anchored to my past and it, it was quite a, an obstruction for me to like grow as a person and so by meditating you you release yourself from any yeah. conditioning right and yeah. you 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 sort of build this distance between between your thoughts and you're like the self. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, like even when I explain it, it seems like most people wouldn't understand it and most people would disregard it. And I get that because my mom used to tell me like, Sky, you have to start meditating. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, but then when you start doing it, um, and I don't think that you'll start, I think that you need to be motivated to meditate yeah. in order to actually meditate because if you don't if you like if you don't want to meditate don't do it yeah There's, exactly if you have no energy into it and you're just like doing attitude. it yeah, yeah then the, you're not gonna uh, actually not gonna gain like, the results from it exactly yeah and so when you really start like properly um meditating when i started properly meditating i kept on recognizing the distance that myself had from my thoughts and in yeah. doing that all of the negative thoughts that come up um, and you know, like sometimes when you think, or sometimes when you think, okay, sometimes when you think that your thoughts are reality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you can, you can go so deep down like a rabbit hole of negativity yeah. without realizing that it's all just not true. Right. Yeah, that's very true. And especially as like a teenager, your emotions are like, so like emulsified, like it's so intense compared to an adult. So when we are sad, like we feel it 10 times worse than any adult would that's why we have so many like like that's why mental health is really like a big thing when you're like a teenager because yeah. it's just you feel it like like 10 times as strong than anyone else would yeah yeah and so when when you i mean i, I almost had I, I had an epiphany i was yeah. i was so happy when when i started building that distance between my thoughts and me um because it helps you realize that these thoughts that are coming are just you know a natural like a biological yeah. mechanism they they always come because that's how your how our minds are programmed um but i think what's also super cool is that by recognizing that by recognizing that thoughts are physiological thoughts are biological that has to necessarily mean that there's something that's not right yeah. like wh who is the who is the self that is looking at the thoughts yeah and i think that's where a lot of spirituality lies because it's all about asking yourself these questions and it's super confusing man like yeah so confusing have you guys ever ever felt like naturally high yeah i have like that is like the weirdest thing to experience but it's also a really good like feeling to 
just like half yeah because you're just so like energetic like not energetic but like it's just you're like oh like happy but like it's like overwhelming it's like yeah over, overwhelmingly happy but it's sort of like relaxing and yeah yeah Nah. you feel so content within yourself yeah. yeah yeah it's and it's weird like it's really really weird because your whole way of perceiving everything that's happening is yeah. completely different right yeah once i i went on a walk with a friend we sat on a bench um just down there <laughs> um and we spoke for like five hours yeah just straight five hours and towards the end of those five hours we recognized that like what we were looking at, like just yeah. everything that was around us seemed so different to what it was at the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think it's an exploring like deeper concepts rather than like, yo, when's the next party? You know, yeah. like it's, I hate those conversations because they're so dry. There's nothing like to it. There's just no. it, it's so like it's so artificial and just kind of like I feel like you can classify someone as your friend when you've actually had like a deep conversation with them. You can't really classify someone who's always like yo, what are you doing, like, tonight? Like, what are you doing this yeah. weekend? Like, let's, like, go chill. And then you just talk yeah. about really, like, artificial stuff, like, friendships and stuff like that. I feel like that's well, always going to be, like, people. a school friend, you yeah. know? Like, never an actual, like, yeah. friend that you'd want to keep in touch yeah. with, like, later on in life. Exactly. But this, this, what you just said has been messing with my mind for the past, like, five weeks. Yeah. I just, because, like, I can't tell whether, like, is it, is it the, every friend you like every friend that you have needs yeah. to necessarily have that depth to them or is it that there are friends that need to have that depth in them but there are also friends that you yeah. can just have platonic fun with exactly and that's such a conf like it's such a complex I feel yeah like, it's yeah. such a yeah. complicated question that's exactly why i like label them as like school friends like they're your friends that you see at school and like you sometimes hang out with on the weekend like but if it was like coming down yeah. to like something yeah. crucial like a friend is supposed to be there, like someone who's like there for you, you know. Yeah. So when it comes down to like, oh, you're like you're going through something, mm -hmm. like you'd rather have like someone that actually is like you've had like deep conversations with rather than someone who's like a school friend because those are the people that you have fun with. Yeah. But then you don't talk about like deep stuff. Yeah. I, I yeah. No, like, no, no, no. I, I agree. Yeah. I think like, the best advice that my mom ever gave me, which is like, it sounds so cheesy, like oh, advice <laughs> my mom gave me, but it's genuinely like. <laughs> She said this to me like ages ago, and obviously I dismissed it. But like, you always realize that your mom was right about friendships. Like later on, yeah, you yeah. That your mom that's was so right. true. Yeah. But she basically told me like, I, it's like so important for like for me to know the difference between the friends I have fun with and the friends I can confide in. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, I didn't like actually like take that into no. like practice in that exact moment because no. I was like, what in year eight? Like I didn't take that seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I never forgot that she said that. And like, the more I think about it, the more true that is because there's so many people who like. I had fun with, but I mistook that as like us being like good proper friends, like yeah. friends who like understand each other, but it's like not understanding each other. We just have like a good time together, which isn't a bad thing. Like yeah, it yeah. doesn't say anything badly yeah. about them. It's just we don't like mesh in that sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in in um, my mom, my mom gave me similar advice. Um, in in Arabic, there's a proverb that goes, "Nefs nefsek nefsek fin which means. Um, you're your soul's doctor yeah where you put your soul um it becomes basically so if you surround yourself with the wrong people yeah um you are inevitably going to become that person yeah. and you like it's you know like my mom used to tell me like watch out with with who you're friends with because as much as you think they're it's not going to affect you yeah it's it going to really affect does, you yeah. yeah i i don't know how moms always know like the best like about like the like they all like 
I don't know, whenever I'm upset, I always go to my mom and she always gives me the best advice. And even in that moment, maybe I won't like take it to heart, but then I'll like look back at it and I'll be like, wow, like that's actually so helpful. Yeah. Like, you know, have you watched like How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. There's like yeah. nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. Yeah, and that's yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's okay, there are two things that I want to talk about, so I have to decide. Okay. Just go for the both. Um, <laughs> we'll start. We'll start with one. We'll start with one, and then we'll go. Yeah. So it's really cool how mums have like gut instinct. Yeah. Right. Because it's something that's genuinely. There's no way of proving it, yeah. right? Like scientists are baffled by it. They're yeah. like, yeah, but bro, gut instinct. Like, so. <laughs> um, because that's how scientists. Yeah. Some scientists are. But but it's so cool. Like yeah. mums can literally tell. Like my mum once told me, um, when I had like a big accident at school. Yeah. Um, my mom called me before before she even knew, and she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "What are you What are you talking about?" And then she was like, "Yeah, I felt like something yeah. was." It's so cool. Yeah. I find that insane. But anyways, that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, oh, please come back. Oh yeah, it's weird that people. I find it very bizarre that remember when we were talking about like deep friends as opposed to fun friends. Yeah. yeah. I find it very bizarre and contradictory. Um, and almost hypocritical that in society and in most communities, yeah. people respect the fun friends more than they respect the deep, the like friends that are. That's quite true. There yeah. to That's actually very true. Yeah, like people like, people just like kind of put them on a pedestal. Like exactly. People who are like they're like praised for being like fun people, which isn't a negative thing. It's like yeah. quite a nice trait to have. Like oh, you're a fun person. But to like, be your own. Yeah, but there's so much more to like a friend than like yeah. having fun with them because like yeah it's like yeah. obviously there are friends that you can find but friends you have fun with and friends you like actually like are like you are genuinely like yeah. friends with yeah. them, like genuine That's, friends no that literally like i was in a friend group last year and everything's resolved now but <laughs> it was it was really fun like we had fun all the time but it was also very like we there was just always problems because none of us were very deep with each other and we weren't actually all close friends we just we're always like together like going to parties and stuff like that yeah. and i feel like that's so like and then that puts everyone into like a negative like space because no one feels cl- like they no one would ever like talk about their feelings properly yeah yeah and i i think it's very important yeah. to to have the balance between them yeah i think that when you meet a friend maybe when you meet a friend it's like because of french because of like entertainment as yeah. opposed to mm-hmm. like confiding in someone because it's very rare that like the first time you have a conversation yeah, with a new like, guy let me like, tell you my life story <laughs> exactly that never happens yeah. right? um but um we i had a little problem with my with my friend group like two yeah. years ago um and we weren't we like broke off a little because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't really going well but we had the most fun we could have ever had yeah. um and now um in throughout the past two years we've been confiding in each other more not yeah. in like a mechanical way but like yeah, yeah. we're not like yeah. uh not like please confide in me <laughs> and the guy's like yes of Tell course you have, like, <laughs> like a send meeting date in the week yeah, like exactly. right boys let's just exactly like, it's confiding time no, no, but, but um but you know like naturally it just happened more and more until now we're like i could never be more grateful for having like such good such a like a good and supportive friend group and whenever something happens to me i always go to them same thing with everyone else in the group um and that's such a nice feeling to have because you actually feel so like like you feel so genuine with those actual it's actual proximity it's not like and like actual friendship like yeah yeah. it's not like artificial like because i feel like two years ago like year 10 that was just a very weird time for everyone i think year nine like 
obviously you don't know exactly yeah, what mine yeah. is, but, <laughs> but um, towards like the end of year nine, yeah. stuff was really, really weird. weird. <laughs> really, like, and there's so many problems just going on within our like year group, and everyone's yeah. just miserable. Like you come into school, and everyone was just like looked so like pale and like, yeah, drained, yeah, just horrible. Yeah. It was a really weird time, yeah. but it's cool. It's cool to compare that time to this time and how yeah. how like stuff has changed yeah. and why stuff has changed as well. Because yeah. I think that many people um, evolved in terms of their maturity. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And I think that's very especially important. like me and you definitely. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. it's so weird because I look mainly at myself and then when I think about my friends, like people that I want, like I wasn't friends with back then and I'd like perceive them in a completely different light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Eh? It's, yeah. it's weird, but I mean, I think it's going well now. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's really sad that people, um, still perceive, um, showing vulnerability as yeah. a sign of weakness. I really hate that. Yeah, like that was like a better, that was that, that I just feel like that's such a horrible part of like our society and mainly like being a teenager. I feel like that's like always so horrible. Like it's whenever I see people upset, I always just feel like very, I don't know. Like I, empathetic. I feel empathetic at the same time because of how like society is like kind of like brought Bend. like me up. No. I also kind of like why you cry. like I don't know it's really like yeah. it sounds really bad but like, just, like why embedded. you crying yeah it's like, like it's sort of like and but I do feel empathetic but then I also am like at school really like that like, sounds really bad no, I'm no, not no, trying but, to perceive myself but as I, mean, like, I mean I think it's it's um I think it's wrong to blame yourself for having that thought I think yeah. I think you should blame the societal conditioning and the because cultural I wouldn't, conditioning. I wouldn't think like, like I wouldn't think like that, that I do feel empathy, like the, but then I also feel that like deep down, just kind of being like, why the you, reaction, like, yeah, I like the know. reaction you yeah. can't help. And then when I'm like, then when I'm upset and I'm like, people probably perceive me the same way. Because, because the norm yeah. is that, because the norm is that vulnerability yeah. is weakness. Yeah. And even like, thing is you like Especially when you see male, someone like else, there's so much male toxic, like most, mostly it's masculine. Yeah. Right? Cause yeah. I mean, even when I was a kid, like, Bro, like, if I cried, Boys don't cry. I would Boys shut up. Cry, yeah. <laughs> if I cried, <laughs> I had to shut up real quick. <laughs> and, that's just, and that's so horrible because then you can never be really, like, free within yourself to, like, express your own emotions. And then you build, like, this really, like, you know, I was talking to a psychologist about this. And she said the reason you have, um, when, you're, when you're sad and you feel, like, that pain in your throat is because from a really young age, and this is not what's supposed to happen, you manage to suppress like your sadness down yeah, yeah. and then every time you feel sad you feel that in your throat yeah. like that's an actual genuine feeling of you suppressing yeah, 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 yeah. down all your sadness yeah. i didn't know that and i was like that's so crazy because i thought well like i know people like other people experience that but i didn't know that was like an actual thing because you so like you suppress everything inside of you yeah yeah i mean I, I think it's very sad um and i think it's very sort of um it's a big impediment for yeah. society because i think many of us can grow a lot more i know that i've grown a lot more in yeah. learning how to like love myself unconditionally without yeah. all the like i can't be weak i can't i can't show vulnerability yeah. and i think that i actually i think that in showing vulnerability um but strong vulnerability not like i'm depending on you yeah because yeah, no, yeah. that's that that type of vulnerability i think like that's, that's that's not really healthy yeah. but showing strong vulnerability vulnerability <laughs> so like i could like i would be happy if you were to help me now yeah but i'm capable of like, dealing with it myself, myself. 
I just want to express like how exactly. I feel in a healthy way. Exactly. That I think has brought me a lot of benefit yeah. far more far more than when i used to act like nothing was wrong yeah. and yeah. just deal with it and myself that makes you feel so miserable inside because then you're like when you're having genuine fun it doesn't feel like genuine fun because then you have that like suppressed inside yeah. like your mind if that makes sense yeah um there's a big fewer fear in men of being um of being betrayed yeah um, and of people that are close to them beguiling them that's why a lot of people have like commitment issues especially yeah. boys that's when you like see like yeah starts um and it's also a there's it's really cool there's this psychologist a psychology professor who's now like a famous public speaker called jordan peterson oh yeah i think i've heard yeah i've heard of him um as much as some of his stuff he, is, I'm, hmm. I had big arguments <laughs> with that specific I know, boy about I know, that. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I obviously I, I recognize that you guys maybe might not be able to empathize as much as I can because of the gender difference. But yeah. when I was at like a pretty low point in my life and I listened to some of his stuff, um, it was really empowering because um, yeah. you know, like he tells people, he tells young men who are at this time. Yeah. I mean, obviously very privileged, but also um, sort of like society doesn't really like young men. Yeah. Like young men aren't, you know, like the biggest concern and yeah. you're just supposed to do your own stuff and, and, and deal yeah. with everything. Um, and as much as, you know, we're, we're equipped to do that, it's, it's nice to have someone be yeah. like, yeah, this is how you do it. And that's what Jordan Peterson does. But uh, what he said is that um, similar to your analogy with the, what, the, what the psychologist yeah. said about the throat thing, um, when men get scared, yeah. um, and even when women get scared, this is this is something that's that permeates across both genders, uh, or all genders in case. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, people tend to uh, like crawl up in the fetus position, right? Yeah. Where you where you like have your hands over your neck and yeah. you, you and you feel the most safe, right? Yeah, um, that's because of the fear of betrayal, yeah. the fear of someone stabbing you in your neck because that's like the big symbol of betrayal like back in the day so every time that you do that it's because over like evolution throughout the past like millions of years um the, the like most common way of being betrayed how caesar got betrayed, julius yeah. caesar, i'm pretty sure yeah yeah. Julius yeah, yeah yeah how he got betrayed is just stabbed to the neck yeah betrayal you know when you least expect it and that's that's cool because I think that also explains why some men are a little yeah. more feared, like f- fearful. And that's that's crazy because I didn't know about that either. That's just yeah, that's really interesting actually. I do not agree with what a lot of Jordan Peterson says. <laughs> I do not like him at all. But I that is interesting. Is, so I can't judge. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't believe in yeah whatever. Op- oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I that is actually really like interesting. That is that is very interesting. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's like it's really sad that society paints this image of like men not being able to be vulnerable because like when i think of it i like express like eight out of ten of my emotions via crying yeah which like <laughs> for me like it, some people be like might be like oh that's unhealthy but it's just how i like express my yeah. emotion like yeah. anger happiness like frustration stress i all i express it all via crying like, yeah and that's a good like that if, if yeah. that's how you can do it then that's a healthy way of coping with it exactly yeah. and it's like i don't know like like three four months ago yeah i was in tunisia with my whole family and we just had a banging night with like everyone and it wasn't like it wasn't a banging night like yeah Yeah. you know like partying and stuff it's it was a banging night because it was the whole family together and we played like some games and whatnot Um, and i went upstairs and before before like sleeping i was so happy that i cried and i was like 
wow, like why, why am I crying right now? But I was so happy. I was like, I was very exhilarated. And mm. I know that had I cried like at like a party, like in the hay, <laughs> like had I cried at a party, I'd be like, I'm so happy. <laughs> Everyone would be like, bro, what is this guy doing here? No, but that's such a nice feeling. I feel like when you cry out of joy, it's like the best like possible feeling because it's like, wow, like I'm so genuinely happy that I'm like letting it out like in like, yeah. in, like that like emotion. It is I, insane. I get what you mean. I feel like family is like the best, like whenever I'm like, whenever I do things with my family, I immediately feel like a lot happier sometimes, not all the time, but if like- it's a good. Yeah, like my good. family loves like when we were in the UK, we had this place, like this specific place that we'd always go to sometimes on the weekends it was like in the countryside and you could rent out this like house and my parents loved doing it because it was like an escape from london because it's really busy there all the time yeah. and it was like nice to spend time with my family and they constantly wanted like they do that they haven't well they found this place now you can do that in holland and we went to helderland like two weeks ago yeah. and it was so nice because i wasn't on my phone at all and i was just yeah. like with my family we were like playing games where we were like walk, like we were doing walks and stuff like that and it was like it was like genuine happiness and i was just like leaving everything like behind in the Hague. Yeah. yeah. I think people don't value their parents as much as yeah. they should and don't appreciate I, I agree. I do, I do that too though. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's, it, but I don't realize that I do it until I like, I'm actually with my family. I'm like, wow, I don't really spend enough time with them. And then that makes me really like upset because yeah. then I f- feel guilty. Yeah. Well, what I said on the Hinosis podcast last time we spoke about like family and stuff yeah. was that, um, if you think about it in the next like two years, um, or year and a half, you're gonna spend the same amount of time with your family as you will spend for the rest of your life after yeah. those two years because you're with them practically. If you if you live with your parents, that is, you're with them and your family. Yeah. You're with them practically all the time at home, yeah. um, and so it's so important to embrace that relationship because at the end of the day, like everyone that you meet now could potentially like everyone that you meet now or everyone that you're friends with now or everyone that you think you're very close yeah. with now. Um, as much as they are relationships that you should cherish, they're nowhere near as as important as your relationship with yeah. your parents. Um, exactly. And I know many, I know many kids, um, I know many of my friends um, don't really feel that affection from their parents. And I get that, right? Because I haven't always felt it too. Yeah. But I think it's, um, I think, in because I know some people think their parents don't love them as well. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. and that's weird like they definitely do there's only yeah. like there's only specific cases where like a mother does not love their child because there's a chemical imbalance in their brain mm-hmm. that she cannot love her child that's like the only time unless your parent has like abandoned you or something they definitely do love you yeah but they, i mean parents just don't and like even with the chemical imbalance that's probably caused by something it, yeah exactly it, like, there's no way something. yeah exactly so like if you're a kid that goes to the International School of The Hague yeah, and is privileged enough to go to the International, I'm pretty sure your, your parents, parents love you. Yeah, your parents love you. And there is always going to be like underlying probably issues with your like family and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that they don't love you. Yeah, and I mean, I think a big issue is that people excuse a lot of um, messed up shit that parents do yeah. um, under the pretext that your parents love you. That's, yeah. that's where I kind of draw the line. Like yeah. if your parents like beat you all the time, yeah out of love that like that gives you a messed up perception of love of love yeah, exactly. exactly and then you'll either reciprocate it like or, with your kids. or get into relationships like that yeah, it's usually exactly. like a case of men if they've been 
I mean, I, this is it generalizing. Can, if you yeah. have been beat as a child, you'll usually not be the one who is beaten, but you will be the person who is like going to be the person who is like getting into a relationship and doing those unhealthy things to Other the person, yeah, yeah, person that you love, for example, like if yeah, you get into yeah. a relationship, just because it's actually how you see love. Whereas for God, women, they usually get into relationships where they know that the man is going to do something bad no, to them. for sure. And that's horrible. Yeah. And it's probably like people who accept it, which obviously not, it's not their fault, but they probably also had like um, things that led up to it as well, yeah. to be in a position where they think that it's okay. No. Yeah. Or like abandonment issues like that. Like, I don't know. I feel... Yeah. But it's it's so hard to like agree with me if you if you agree with me. Yeah. Um, but I find it very difficult um, to draw the line with regards to when people are like condemnable like when you can say like this person's doing something bad this person's yeah. a bad person and when in, they're just the product of their conditioning and their environment exactly. That's it's what so hard to draw the I, line so many people have treated me like utter i'm not gonna say the word because yeah. this is a like family friendly mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> <It's cats>. uh, <laughs> um, but I, i've been treated really badly and sometimes i excuse it under the pretext that they've gr- they, probably yeah you know like their their environment has mm-hmm. made them like this yeah. it's not or you've treated people like i don't know i i get exactly what you mean i think people have seen me as like very rude because of like other underlying things going on in my life yeah when i don't mean it in that sense and i think we all give off that vibe like sometimes and then i have the same as you like you see someone like doing something bad like there are some specific people in my year that i know are going through stuff mm-hmm. and then they can do really messed up stuff and then i'm like well i understand because they're going through this and then at the same time like well it's yeah. like you can't like do that even if you're going through that and i was especially like two years ago but yeah i think yeah. that like yeah. circumstances or like mental health and things like that they can explain actions but they can't justify them yeah yeah i think that was yeah, yeah. that was that, also that, what that, i yeah, wanted to get to <laughs> that's what i need to yeah. That's, yeah because like yeah. a lot of people go through stuff but they're they you, well some people it comes a second nature some people need to work on it but there are other ways of like coping with your emotion than taking yeah. it out on other people yeah and that's a that's a that, that was like i was n- another again with my psychologist it was like that in the same discussion mm-hmm. it's like she was talking to me she was like so which like uh statement sounds right to you emotions like my emotions like control me or i control my emotions like which one sounds like correct mm-hmm. and i think I'm not saying this like completely correct because it was like a long time ago yeah. but it was like your emotions don't control you you control your emotions it's only when you let it control you that everything that you do is just yeah. out of control but but it's sometimes it's very, very hard yeah it, like I don't think I don't think anyone I know other yeah. than maybe like some like um, yeah. yogis that I've met, in, yeah. not Yogi the guy. <laughs> some yogis that I met, and a, a, a very, you know, respectable guy that I met yeah. in um, in India. I don't think anyone has control over their emotions because yeah. I think it's I, so difficult. That's true, but it it depends on how you react to like. For example, you're really angry. Depends how you react. Like to how you like it, like. Yeah, release yeah, yeah. that like anger yeah. so for example like if you have a really short fu- like you let your anger make you have like a short fuse yeah. i feel like that can be worked on unless you actually have anger it can, it can. management issues but even anger control. management issues the way to work on it is to to develop your yeah. way of um yeah. but like that's that's what i mean i think that 
very very little people yeah like obviously i know many people um in our immediate environment that that are capable of controlling yeah. to some extent their emotions but i don't think that if you were put in an extreme situation and it pissed you off extremely yeah i really doubt that um anyone has because they're, they're anyone has control has the, that, that seen, level of control you, yeah you've seen like when i get like very angry yeah so i'm like i've learned how to control my anger since like when i first moved here because i, I think a lot of things set me off because a lot of issues led up to it yeah. and i would get very angry very quickly but i've learned how to like control that yeah. but then when a lot of things build up i do agree with you you can't control it and yeah. you will just lash out yeah. in the way for me usually it's like having for like sure. a shouting match for with sure. someone sure. but, <laughs> but this this relates back to um to meditation and to yeah. spirituality very closely because yeah. in meditating you realize you learn how to control your yeah. response to your emotions because that's essentially yeah. what it is right but it's um i i honestly just doubt anyone has complete control over it I like agree. that i know i i definitely don't and i'm a pretty like these days <laughs> i'm a very calm guy yeah. but with i try yeah, i try also to be very calm i think like oh i hate always linking everything back to quarantine <laughs> well it is our but life. everything like yeah, it yeah. has it has helped like like with a lot like it has helped me like develop more as a person and understanding how to cope with a lot of more like a lot of stuff especially like the meditating thing like you meditate a lot now i used to meditate a lot and it helped me understand a lot more about myself and develop coping mechanisms when i was like getting angry very quickly sure. or like getting upset and stuff like that also gave me a lot of social issues because i literally could not open the door to delivering people because i hadn't like had social interaction in so long <laughs> but like yeah i don't know yeah no definitely um it's a weird life man it's a yeah. really weird life just yeah. when you go through it because i mean you can you can like i don't know for me at least i can be in the present even when i'm at school i can be in the present just like like talk and whatever and like listen in class and just be like normally yeah. in the present and sometimes i click out of it and i just start analyzing everything that's yeah. happening and when you do that it's so, it makes you, like, so anxious. Yeah. yeah it does yeah. it does it does definitely i think if you can't control when you click out of it it'll yeah, make exactly. you very yeah. anxious but when you can and when you perceive everything in that sort of like with the deeper layers of meaning it's so so interesting yeah. and weird it's very bizarre you can see how like people behave yeah. so so weirdly and it, it yeah i think i'm perceived as like correct me if i'm wrong but i think i'm perceived as a pretty like laid-back person but like mm. internally and i don't feel that way at all like i don't feel like laid back or like chilled at all but i feel I like i get that a lot from other people like oh like you're super laid back but i don't like that surprises me because i don't feel like i'm that way i don't know i know you quite like close to a guest and i've only known you for like literally like two months <laughs> but i don't know i like i like when i first met you i did think that you were very laid back but not knowing you i know that you're very not like it's not a bad you're thing. insane no no, 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 no. you're insane but you, when you feel things you feel it very like intensely, intensely. and that's yeah. really like that's really interesting to me because i think that's so cool and yeah. i wish i took psychology because i love to learning analyze like, me like yeah. literally because yeah. when i was like when i like i always like i don't know why i have this but i always psychoanalyze people for no reason yeah you can still take it um i mean you don't need to take it now in most yeah. universities like if you want to study minor, at ucl yeah. as a yeah, yeah as an undergrad you can you still be an elective yeah yeah, yeah, yeah elective and yeah. that's so interesting to me i i think that i might I'm, i might we'll do see. that as well we'll see um but your approach to life then is 
or your approach to expressing yourself, yeah. let's say. Um, it's very stoic. Like back in the day, there's like the Stoics. They had like a philosophy. It's called yeah. Stoicism or whatever. I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah. Definitely badly <laughs> pronounced. But um, a Stoic approach is that you don't project everything, everything yeah. that's happening yeah. onto people around you yeah, because you exactly. think that it will inevitably. Yeah, that's why I get kind of confused when people project on other people. Because for me, it's the complete opposite. Like when I'm going through something, I do yeah. everything in my power to I, not project it on yeah. other people. Like yeah. more so than I would if I was just having a regular. I ha- yeah, I have a really bad issue with that. I used to do it like a lot. Every time I'd feel anything, I'd project onto other people, kind of keeping it under control because I feel like as like, the years progress, I'm actually becoming a lot more chilled out. Like I don't get stressed, yeah. which is kind of scary because I'll literally have like a test and then I'll be like, <laughs> no, like it's fine. Like I haven't revised. It's like tomorrow yeah. though. And like that's, that's kind of scary to yeah. me. But a lot of people perceive me as this very like, intense but I don't think I am though like when yeah. I actually look at myself I'm like no I don't think I really yeah. am anymore that's anymore I think before, that's I the was, catch. before I was that's very like intense and yeah, when, when people when people I think this is also a really cool thing when people like evolve as people whether it yeah. be in their maturity or everything yeah. um, obviously what they like project to the outside world is different right yeah um but everyone is so conditioned by how they've perceived you in the past yeah. that what you show like even if you evolve they'll still not like recognize who the new person yeah. is until you get into like a proper like more Deep, profound conversation yeah. with them and then only then can they recognize exactly. that you've changed as a person that, exactly that's why like a lot of people i met like ages ago probably like perceive me as like this like crazy person like literally being like insane yeah and like now i've like changed so much so they probably have this like exact same like just like this image of me just being like so like weird like and like out there like so like crazy and like i don't know i wish i could change that but like i can't but that's but i think what's important is not letting your like the fact that you wish you should change that right yeah i i wish i could change that too i think you like everyone because we're social animals right so we we'd all wish that we could change it but i think it's it's just an inevitability of the psychology of people and we can't do anything about it so we shouldn't let our worth lie in how other people perceive us not not because not because not because those people don't matter not because those people yeah. aren't smart, not because those people aren't worth our time, yeah. none of that, just purely because they don't know enough yeah. to know our worth. Yeah, so they, they have no way, they, yeah. they, they're not, like their opinion, it's not that it doesn't matter, but it doesn't determine your worth yeah, as a person. Exactly. That's what we said last, last in last week's podcast, uh, in our episode, we talked about how people like when you we were talking about how like when you have like a bad headache for example you think you look bad yeah no one actually notices that and that's like no one actually physically notices that and that's when you like have yeah i think that kind of links into that as well for sure for sure and then you don't you like you don't need to necessarily care about that person but what people like people think necessarily not because it's like it doesn't matter it's because it's like it's you like it's, it's like yeah. no one like, knows like, you better than no yeah exactly. exactly so so there's no like I think the very important nuance to recognize is that it's not that it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just that they don't know. Like yeah. they don't know who you are and they have no way of really perceiving who you yeah. are. They perceive it from their, you know, from what you've projected.
Okay, I agree with what you said. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do agree. And there are also a lot of benefits yeah. in... in um, you know, I was watching a really cool thing right before I came here um, about how I think you can't like express love yeah. or you can't accept love if you... And again, this is going to sound super cliche and like 14-year-olds. Yeah, I love these conversations. so many conversations. But you're never really going to be able to give love or to receive love if yeah. you don't deem yourself that's worthy of, of love. Of love. That's, that's why people always say like love yourself love yourself first a relationship exactly. because yeah. otherwise then you're going to like project all these like that's how you get into a toxic relationship exactly exactly you need to properly and, I, yeah. and like I'm not saying like you wake up in, your, in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like damn I'm fly yeah. today like <laughs> that's not it <laughs> you have to accept yourself as a person like you have to not you don't necessarily have to like love love yourself but you have to accept yourself as a person as and accept yourself as a person who can be loved yeah because yeah. if you are like oh i'm unlovable like no one can ever love me yeah and I'm not like uh, my tone probably sounds very off but like you get what i mean like i like i think everyone's going through this maybe not everyone but like some people yes, i've gone through it <laughs> literally yeah. Yeah. Like, i haven't loved oh, I'm unlovable, <laughs> blah, blah. yeah but I, that's so it's, i think it's so it's so sad yeah. because it's so important to like, I mean, we're all so in, like, we're so not perfect. Like yeah. I've never met someone cause you know, often you meet a guy or a girl yeah. or whatever. Um, or and you're like, damn, they're perfect. And yeah. you're like, wow, like they're perfect. And then when you like properly talk to them and you get to like a profound, like emotional connection and you actually like express the more important and, yeah. and symbolic things in life, Bro, like, there, there, no one's perfect. There no is, one there is no perfection. Fault. It's like, it's like you know, like it, everyone has a baggage, like their emotional baggage. You may not yeah. be able to see it at first, and maybe it does take a lot of getting to know them. Yeah. But everyone does have that like emotional baggage, but and it like projects into social interactions too. Like everyone interacts a little differently depending on. Well, not everyone needs to have yeah. emotional baggage, but those yeah. who do. It definitely does play a role in the way that they interact with people. Yeah. yeah. I used to have this like really big crisis of like I didn't know who I was and like and then I, every time I'd like talk to people I'm like beginning to like f I'm beginning to find myself but like I like I didn't know who I like was so every time I interact with different people I take on their personalities just yeah. because I didn't know who I should like be like yeah, yeah, yeah. so I talk to different people and act so differently and then I'd like be friends with all these people but no one would actually be close friends with me because. Because they're just talking yourself. to themselves because yeah. they're talking to themselves and I didn't accept myself as a person yeah and you didn't deem yourself worthy exactly and the thing is like people look at their imperfections and they look at whatever they're insecure about and they think that because of that yeah. they're not worth loving right yeah. whereas like when someone loves you yeah they don't they don't love you for like right so I think there's when you love someone yeah. there's there are two people that you love there's the sort of fragmented ideal person, person that yeah. you've created in your mind that doesn't exist and there's the actual person yeah and when you properly like when your love is platonic you like like the fragmented yeah. ideal bullshit yeah. um but when you properly love someone you love the actual person yeah and and when when someone doesn't love themselves they always try to maintain the image of that fragmented yeah. ideal whatever without showing their actual self and then the love is like then there is no connection yeah. there there can't be a connection because there is no love like there's yeah. it's just like 
a, a little bit of wow like you're pretty cool oh yeah, yeah like it's like when you have like a like a type for example like you build someone up and you have like it literally what you're saying like oh like if i was ever to date a boy like he's going to be like brown hair like brown like brown, <laughs> like brown hair like blue eyes uh, like uh he's very charismatic and stuff like that but then you don't think about like the actual like like the actual. personality like the, the actual like traits that you want them to have like i don't know like when you're having like a deep conversation and that only like that like he makes me laugh or whatever yeah, like that yeah, it's like, like shut <laughs> up <laughs> literally <laughs> you just don't you just don't like you don't get it they, that's what and yeah. like you know what's cool is that this stuff manifests in real life like people yeah. for example when someone's texting right mm-hmm. like I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but when someone texts, I've gotten left on like I've gotten like <laughs> left on unopened for like six seven minutes, yeah. and then the girl thinks she's being cheeky because she's leaving me on unopened for six seven minutes, and I'm like, what are you doing? And and, and but you know the act as well. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, I'm gonna leave him on like unopened exactly. just to like make it look like I'm texting other people. Exactly. I'm busy. And you think you think it's because you you're making yourself. Like you're playing it cool, like you're, yeah. you know, like yeah, I text, I text <laughs> other people, but in reality, that's so for me at least, so unimportant, so unimportant, and, and also so un- like unattractive. Yeah. It's counterintuitive to your goal. I, yeah, but I feel like that's like literally like I don't know. I feel like when you don't really like, especially in, like your town, I do that all the time. I'd be like, well, I'm just gonna like he left me on unopened for an hour. <laughs> like he's gonna be left yeah. unopened yeah. for two hours. Yeah, no, I like, used to do that. Shut up. No, no, you. <laughs> This is like literally in year eight though. This guy he used to leave me on delivered for literally a day, like yeah. a day, and we'd be texting to like two <laughs> days, like a conversation, like a day. Like, what are you doing in this one day? So I used to be like, you know what? I'm gonna show him. Yeah. I'd like I double the time that he left me. Yeah. I've done something, but the thing is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then people are actually getting on with their lives. Like when people get mad at me for like during like. You know, sometimes like you forget to text back, or like even texting friends. Some people get mad at me when I don't respond in like hours. And then like I don't, but I'm actually doing stuff in my life. Like it doesn't, my whole life doesn't revolve around my phone. Yeah. And I realized that during like the whole like quarantine thing, I had like no screen time on my phone. It was literally only on my laptop. <laughs> it was on my laptop, <laughs> so I never text anyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, I don't know. But it's 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 cool because um, like and this this goes back to the thing that like when you're in class yeah. and you're actually in it and when you're analyzing yeah. things. So on the platonic level, it's just because I mean on like surface value yeah. whatever. Um, it's just that you know like you're trying to play it cool yeah. but on like a deeper psychological level it's because you don't think that you're cool enough for them to yeah. be attracted to you right and I've been like trust like I've been left I, I played this game with someone for way too long and it was such a waste of my time I've been left on delivered for like two weeks <laughs> two four weeks are the because, two weeks still going right now? Huh? Like, are the two weeks still going on right no, now? No, as soon as as soon as I got left on delivered uh-huh. for two weeks and she answers two weeks later, I just I just left on open and I was like, oh, whatever, bro. I'm not gonna waste my time with this. Yeah. But that's just way too long, bro. Like what? And I'm sorry. But like, if it's purposeful as well, like it's like what like what point are you trying to prove? No one's gonna have interest in you at that point. If you're actually doing something with your life, exactly. And like I understand like being like or like he's like studying or like she's studying or doing yeah. something like. Or she's like with her family or she's like doing something like important to her then i understand yeah. but if it's just to try and like play a game and just be like i don't know i found that very yeah. just like uninteresting but and just kind of boring and then you lose interest in that person yeah. in like general instantly and like what's sad is when that like that comes in the like way of building proper friendships yeah. and relationships you know like that's the sad part because of make people see like trying to make mm. them like make them 
see you as cool. Yeah. Like make them. Because yeah. then it just it it prevents like an yeah. actual. Because no one no one likes like thing is the, the the like a friendship that's based on real emotion yeah. is far more powerful than a friendship that's based on like quote unquote fake emotion. Yeah. Because yeah. when you like someone just from what they show, which is just the good. You yeah. don't really like them, and you, you don't like them as much as um, you would if they were. Because I think we can agree, you like it when someone relies on you. Yeah. Like it's yeah, nice no. to have someone it's like, rely it's, it's, on you. It's yeah. like it's like you it's like when you talk yeah. to. It's like very now we're very getting into relationships, but like when you talk to someone, for example, like you're in the talking stage, or whatever, and then you talking have stage. like some people are like very dry, like some people are like you're like so how was your day, and you've yeah. like just laid everything on them, yeah, and you're like oh it feels so good to rely on them, and then I'm like it was good, I don't know, it just makes me feel like yeah. a burden. It, it yeah, it makes yeah. me feel like a burden, but it also just kind of like why am I talking to you? You can't even like express the emotion. Be like, why was it good? Yeah. Or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, that's why it's so hard to find love at our age. Yeah. And especially with like the, the texting. Oh, this yeah. Is, but I like, yeah. also hate FaceTiming calling because I just yeah. get like, so like, just like only with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't know. Like FaceTiming is always so awkward because this is like, you're like, you're not in person, but like you're on a call yeah, together. And it's like the guy's face is there. <laughs> not, not a guy for me. As much as there was a <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh no, but it's weird, man. It's super weird. It, I, fi- I find it like you know, in, like the like, even in like the nineties and stuff like that. Sound like life was so cool because you could like. I was talking to, like this is pretty weird. But I was talking to someone in our class and I was like, oh, I love to meet your parents. Like I love to like know like who like bathed you, like how you were, like how you are. High that is sick though. And it is was, sick. Like, he was like, yeah, like I don't know, like my uncle would like would, like went to Paris like one night, like he just took a train and just went to Paris, and I was like. And he had no phone or anything, so that's so sick. And I was like, that's so cool. And he was like, yeah. no, but he didn't have a phone. Like, he couldn't contact his parents. Like, I wish I could do that. Like, sneak out. Like, <laughs> oh, I have a friend. That's so sick, though. Like, everything, like, you don't have to rely on social media or anything. When you just have, like, yeah. one of those, like, Nokia bricks and yeah. just be like, hey, like, let's, like, do yeah. something. Or, like, it's really, it's really sad how, like, technology is really diluted yeah. emotion. But I'm so, not gonna lie. I'm also on my phone all the time. But that's because, because I'm so used to like just reaching for my it's, phone. It, it, because you're literally, um, oh, what's that guy's called? I, I don't know his name. Um, he leads this organization called like Humane Technology or something. Yeah. Um, and he 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 brought up this analogy of like when your phone's here. Yeah. You, it's almost like playing the um, what's it called? Not a lot of what's what's that thing called in the casinos where you do the, uh, the slot machine. Yeah, the slot machine. It's you're 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 having a go at the slot yeah. machine when you check your phone. You're like, have I gotten any notifications? Yeah, and then it's so like a true. horrible feeling when you haven't got any notifications. Yeah, but and then when, when you get an interesting one, it's like, ooh, it's like adrenaline. Ooh, like, exactly. Yeah. And then and then you start and then you go on it and then and then it continues like, and continues and continues. It's like have you have you ever had this? I might sound like an absolute psychopath, but like when you talk to someone. You may not even necessarily like them, but getting like the text message, it's just you adrenaline. get so much it's adrenaline in you. Yeah. And then when you actually meet up with that person, like you're so boring. Like why am I talking <laughs> to you? You're so but boring. You get a text, like no, I get a text from them. Every week yeah, but then when you like get a text from them, and you suddenly like feel the adrenaline yeah. again. It's like I don't like you, yeah. but I have this it's, weird. But bro, that's why like I I try to text. 
I barely text people. Like, yeah. I don't like texting people. I'd rather just see the person in real life. I only text literally Tara, that's it. Yeah, because like, bro, like, what are you, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not gonna like send snaps like back and forth of like yeah. a picture of me saying, hey, how are you? Like, yeah. shut, bro, like, I'm come not even, on. Like, literally not even photos. Because when I at night, like, I've got like acne cream on, I'm not gonna be like, hey, what's, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Nah, but it's just like, yeah, and then when you meet up with the person in real life, that's what yeah. I really like. Like, yeah. but then it's also I think the problem is that in modern society, there's like we've almost grown a dependence on yeah. social media yeah. to build friendships. Like, literally with you, like I wouldn't text you, I, I, because I, I don't like texting. Yeah. I don't do texting. You're like known in but, our school, so just like cool people be like, hey, we should hang out soon. Like, yeah. so <laughs> you know, you as well, like us, and it's like. Yeah. Scanner so, just called me. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I just give him a ring and I'm like, hey, listen, like, it's Saturday night. And then that, well, not Saturday night. Saturday night is usually reserved for other things. But like Saturday morning, for example, yeah. you know? And that's like, I'd rather do that because texting people is just so platonic. It's so like boring. That's why yeah. like with my close friends, I never... Uh, like except for you because yeah i don't know because it's, it's like, like you still need to talk like yeah because we send just like funny stuff and then in real life it's like actually like good like conversations it's like when like so my friend was visiting from london you guys know who this is but like we're not we're not uh, labeling names but my friend was visiting from london and we didn't text a lot when she moved away because i don't know i whenever i'm with her in real life it's we never really text because mm-hmm. in real life it's so much more genuine like i can't text friends like i don't mm-hmm see it like, like i can't i can't see it like that like i won't be very like personal in text you know yeah like it's not like a real life interaction like it's just so, so like yeah. fake when you're like oh like i'm feeling this and this and this is yeah. why yeah because that person just sitting on the phone you can't really see the emotion and you're not getting like a real life it response. could literally be a different person yeah, yeah exactly you would not even know oh it. i know <laughs> many i know many people with a very big disparity between who they actually are and who they you are on like anyone. social media no, i know i know this person I feel fine talking about this because I know they're not going to listen to like 40 minutes of my <laughs> podcast. I know, I know this person who like completely, like this person is known for being a completely different person on text and a completely different yeah. person in real life. We have literally yeah, a person yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> at our school. Yeah. No, but we have, and like, it's so sad because it's like, come on, man, like, come on. But then even with me, like, I don't text people, but sometimes I realize like, oh, but you know, I could have like, gone out tonight or I could have yeah. done something but because I'm not like texting and, and because I'm not yeah. always on social media I don't yeah. do that and th- that's that's but, the annoying point yeah I agree with that and also you know when you go to parties and stuff like that and then you see all those posts on like oh, social media and like oh this is like me like the girls I feel like that always shows how dead something is if you're actually posting yeah. on social media you have yeah, nothing better to do than yeah. be on your phone yeah. that's just embarrassing no <laughs> like not embarrassing parties, <laughs> not embarrassing but just like I just don't like that I felt like that's I I had like a phase I had like that when I first started going out, I'd like I never had videos on my phone because I was actually enjoying it. Yeah. And then in the middle, I'd like I'd always find videos on my phone. I was like, Ugh. that was a dead. That was dead. Like that no, was exactly. dead. <laughs> nah, but like, and you, you know that's why like, I think there's been a big transition over like the past fifty years yeah. or like no, to be fair like seven nah like sixty years yeah. since technology like really started popping off, um, where. Um, technology is used to capture a moment or technology is used because we can't use real life yeah there's been a transition from that to technology is used to replace real life yeah. which you is know? insane because it literally like you said it was supposed to be so you could capture a moment yeah 
Like when yeah. you take a when you take a picture, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it's back like in the day, like they whip out the camera for a second, take a picture, and then the camera's out, yeah, and you continue exactly. like, like doing stuff. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. But then now the dawn's like, you know, like every yeah. every two minutes, like literally when you're partying, if someone has a camera out, everyone's trying to get into it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I, do you know? Sort of like, like, it, it's like it's, I love, it didn't happen if it wasn't like. That's why I, I, yeah, exactly. I love. I love disposable cameras because you can just like it's one photo. Yeah. Like you don't get like yeah. another like retry. So yeah. like, okay, guys, let's go again. Like that actually captures like moments, you know. No. Whereas with your phone, it's just like you can like, take twenty of the same yeah. picture. And like yeah. streaks as well. It's like fun. That's so pointless. I never was like a really big th- like I was never really into it. You know. Yeah, I just stopped, man. Like. I woke up one day in year eight and I was like, yeah, I woke up one day in year eight and I was like, oh shit, I need to send my streaks. And I was like, what? (laughs) Why why am I sending a picture to like 500 people? Have have you seen those memes where it's like, oh, like if you're 16 and you're still sending streaks, like what is your life? And I'm like, I agree. It's just so, I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Just, I don't, um, like, I don't, like, Instagram used to be, like, a whole, like, you post what you like. Like, it was, like, yeah, oh, like, I like, can take a photo of these, like, fi- like this, for It was made for example. photography, right? Like, yeah. when it started, it and was, like, a photography thing. Yeah, and then I think we need to wrap up because this has gone on to an hour. But, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it literally was, like, meant for photography, and now it's, like, everyone's just, like, counting, like, yeah. everyone's, like, oh, should I post this or should I yeah. not? And I even and, like, play into And, that. like, when you don't get enough likes on a post, yeah. you archive oh, it. Like, yeah. Bro, like, come on. Yeah. Come I used on. to do that, but I feel like I've luckily grown past yeah. that. Yeah. I don't even like to post on myself anymore, not because I'm like insecure or whatever. I just don't like, I'd like, my account right now is like only photography and like my eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how my eyeball got involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah. But, yeah. Do you want so, to wrap it yeah. up? <laughs> so, well, thank you guys for joining today. Um, this was the third episode of Things Could Be Worse. Thank you, Skander, for joining. We talked You're about. You're most welcome. Yeah, we talked about religion, spirituality, friends, social media, and relationships. Yeah, yeah that was a big one, man. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you'll listen in next time. So bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>